It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this Saturday morning. Uh, it's a, it's, um, it's a nice-looking Saturday morning out there. A little bit chilly, but a nice-looking Saturday morning. And uh, I'm actually in the studio today. I, I wanted the pleasure of Biff's company, so, uh, so I'm in the studio. Uh -oh. It's it's good to have you. Oh, thank you, thank you. I um, I was I I I, I said to Biff this morning. It sounded uh, it was a little like a Blues Brothers uh, thing. I I got up this morning. <laughs> I had a full tank of gas, thirteen cigarettes, 13 cigarettes. <laughs> and whatever else you're supposed and to you're, say. You're you're on a mission. To and I'm on yeah, some God, yeah, something like that. But, and honestly, I was just a little bit bored, and I I haven't talked to any <laughs> I haven't talked to any people. Uh, in a week, so uh, I decided this was a good thing to do. So, so well, welcome, welcome to beautiful North Beverly, and we've uh, just for your your arrival, we have a beautiful morning here. But we do, we do. It's beautiful not, January morning. Yeah, it's not snowing, raining, sleeting, nope. or all those other times. No, nope, not at all. And speaking of, um, you know, poor weather conditions and everything that happens this time of year, uh, we have uh, Greg Bibbo with us. He is the product marketing manager for uh, Sylvania Orstrom. And Sylvania, you know, the light bulb people, they do a lot more than light bulbs. And they're located actually right in New Hampshire. Greg, good morning and welcome to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. Hey, good. Oh, good morning. Pleasure to be here from right up the road in New Hampshire. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, it's it's always amazes me, I guess, and I don't know why it should. You know, we think of big corporations, and I don't know why it always seems like they should be in Silicon Valley or someplace in uh, in, in in southern New Hampshire, absolutely. We're uh, Hillsborough, New Hampshire. We're the last automotive lighting manufacturer in the United States. We uh, supply headlights and lights for all over the vehicle for the new car market and for the replacement market. And um, you know, one of the things that just you know, if you're any any way observant when you're out driving, a couple of things pop up. First off probably one out of four or five cars on the road don't seem to seem to have a headlight or a taillight or you know license plate light bulb that's out so they lights do require a certain amount of preventative maintenance they definitely do and i think you know there's so many safety systems on a vehicle that people understand that they're going to wear out over time brakes tires um, even oil uh, they they can't see that the oil's warm, but they know that you know X number of miles on the road. Gee, I better go in and get them, um, get the oil changed. Lighting is a little different. People don't realize they dim over time, and they eighty percent of the people wait until they they burn out to actually do something. Meanwhile, they've lost you know fifty feet of down road visibility over that time span. And that's that's a really good point. I don't think a lot of people realize that um you know it's it's a little and it probably isn't but it's a little bit different than your house that you walk into a room you turn the light on and all of a sudden the bulb goes poof and burns out um 
And that bulb is probably the same way. It's probably getting a little bit dimmer over time as well. But with your headlights, and especially as important it is to be able to see where you're going in the dark, um, the, the light starts to diminish over time. And maybe it's because you're getting a little bit older. And, you know, when we when we are 20 years old, we have pretty good night vision. And when we're 60 years old, we need three times as much light to see in the dark. So, um, and Biff's nodding up and down like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm starting to, starting to yeah. see that. Yep. <laughs> Can't see it now. Yeah. And, but the idea that... Um, those headlights start to start to be not as bright as they were. Um, that becomes a real problem for for anybody, actually. You know, it, it really does. I mean, you know, one of the one of the more dangerous things we do um, in in weekly life is get behind the wheel of a vehicle, and uh, anything you can do easily to you know better better your chances of seeing something, reacting to it, and avoiding an obstacle is just a fundamental good thing to do. So. Um, if you can't remember the last time you replaced your bulbs, now would be a great time to do it. You, you use your lights two-thirds. Two-thirds of their burn time is October to March. So, um, you know, we've got the holiday season behind us. You know, January's going. You know, you, you, repla- replacing both bulbs with a with a, an upgraded, better radar screen at night is just a fundamental good thing to do in January. Well, let's I mean let's talk about that a little bit. Um the bulbs that come in the majority of cars, you know, last you know 4, 5, 6 years, but like you said, the probably useful life is closer to 3. But the idea that you can do a replacement bulb, sure you can put the stock bulb back in, but Sylvania has upgraded bulbs that provide a better form of light than the stock bulbs, right? Absolutely. If you if you go into your your local auto parts store, you'd see a an an array of choices. Uh, your points valid that the the bulb that was in the vehicle was uh, was designed to meet all the OEM requirements, but it was also designed to 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 confidently make it through the warranty period. And there's a variety of performance choices on new bulbs replacement bulbs that will allow you to see farther that might have a little bit wider light so that you see um, you see signage easier you see reflection uh, reflectors better and even a low contrast target like a deer you would see um, much better with a with a wider and a, and a bit brighter light but these are all also things that will not cause glare on the road one of the bigger things we hear from consumers is that they're they're concerned about that oncoming driver glare in their eyes a lot of that that they see is is essentially an illegal led upgrade that's been done to uh to a halogen assembly well let's let's talk about that i think that's important i probably in the different newspaper columns i write i probably field that question once a week from somebody who wants to who wants to put led headlight replacements in and are are LED replacement bulbs legal in the United States? They are not. They're they're legal for a fog light, yep. and they're legal for uh, you know a snowmobile, a an ATV, um, you know anything that's going to be used off of the road. But they're not legal for low and high beam replacements because um, to have an LED light source couple with the reflector that was designed for a halogen is not um it's not an easy thing to do and because there's a mismatch what ends up happening 
is oncoming driver glare. Mm. The, the, the person behind the wheel may have a better driving experience, but it's at the expense of the people around them. Yeah, and some headlights use a, you know, some the bulb faces forward, some the bulb faces forward, hits a reflector and then reflects back and then forward again. So you're right, if you put an LED bulb in that it that's a little bit longer, it's going to change that uh, that reflector where it hits the reflector and where it reflects back and then forward again, right? Absolutely. If you think these, these beams are, are projecting down the road hundreds of feet, and all of that light's coming from a source about the size of a piece of rice. And so if you're, if you're off just a teeny bit on where that light source is or how big, what the shape of it is, it's going to translate into an error in the precision of that optic mm. hundreds of feet down the road. And that's where glare is. You know, you see an oncoming car coming at you from a, a great distance away and you go, oh, oh, I have to look away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it it really it really is. And the other question, and I just got it this week, was uh, someone questioned how in states that have vehicle inspection, how cars can have these different either colored headlights or have the halo lights that surround the headlight in pink and purple and red and green. And although those, just like the LED bulbs, those are available for sale, but they're not legal, right? Well, I think if it's an accent light below a certain brightness level, mm. as long as it's not blue or red, often, you know, if, if some of that accent lighting is blue or red, then then people might confuse that vehicle with an emergency vehicle or a police vehicle. But if it's if accent lighting is below a certain brightness, it's probably not going to be something that a person would be pulled over by or that a shop would um, would would fail your inspection mm. on. It's when someone is replacing a low beam or a high beam with something that wasn't intended for that receptacle. Mm. That's where they're, a consumer would get in the, in the most problem. Well, I mean, we've been talking about headlights, but there's a variety of other bulbs in cars, taillight bulbs and license plate light bulbs and interior bulbs and all that sort of stuff. And you guys make all of those bulbs as well. We do. Um, are there upgrades for those bulbs? There are. There are. Um, essentially, essentially, all of the signal or um, um, functional bulbs inside the vehicle or along the periphery, um, in many cases, are upgradable. Um, if, the, if the bulb that's there is an incandescent product, we, more often than not, make an LED that will replace it. And those are legal and and perfectly um perfectly easy to do um mm. you know almost 60 to 70 percent of the sockets on the inside of a car are still not led so it's a very easy uh, upgrade to do any time of year so my wife complains that the cars she drives most often the backup lights are awful um they're just basically a little tiny incandescent bulb and she's like i end up you know, backing up more with my foot on the brake to get the brake lights to light up because they work better than the backup lights do. So in that case, I could get some LED replacements uh, that that perhaps could give a little bit more light backing up, right? Oh, absolutely. We, you know, an easy way to find out what's available would be for a person to go on sylvania-automotive.com. We have a make model year lookup guide. You type in all of that information and all of the 
um, lighting on the vehicle comes on comes on your your screen, and from there you can really see what your options are. But they're they're also inherently very easy to do, especially on the inside of the vehicle. Where oftentimes you know there's not a screw or an obvious way to pop a reflector off inside the vehicle, but oftentimes if you you do a quick search online, someone has already done it before. And there's, you know, a quick video that'll show you, oh, okay, uh, you know, a, a little screwdriver in that corner, pop the lens off and, and you're in business. Isn't it amazing? And, and I have to thank all the people that do things and not just, I know a lot of companies do it as well, but all the people that do these projects at home with their phone or camera set up in the corner and they're doing the project you want to do. And I'm... Not sure why sometimes people are doing it, but the idea that, you know, you're thinking about replacing, you know, maybe you are thinking about replacing the headlight bulbs in your car, and it's one of those cars that, uh, it was a sadistic engineer that put it together and you have to take the bumper <laughs> off, um, but but you can you look at it and you go, how am I going to do this? And you watch somebody else do it and go, you know, it's really not as difficult as it looks because somebody yeah, else, I mean, you're, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing how much how uh, you know some of these people are are doing you know doing this kind of work for you, and you can kind of learn a little bit along the way. I I find myself doing that a fair amount with different projects around the house and that type of thing, and uh, it is it is really helpful. So um, the idea that you know you said that you know we use our headlights so much in the fall and the winter, um, in the springtime we like to talk about getting your car ready for spring. So even if you haven't done anything with your headlights over the fall and winter time, uh, you know, think about spring and spring car care and maybe, you know, look at the headlights and taillights in your car, see how they're working. But also the important part is the headlight lenses themselves can Absolutely. can start to degrade over time. And, uh, you know, do, do you have to replace the entire headlight lens? You You don't. And I think you're, you're bringing up an, a very excellent point there because it's the the bulb and the reflector housing it goes in are a, are a system, and that uh, that headlight assembly that it, the surfaces of it are polycarbonate plastic, and over time, whether it's road debris or bombardment from you know UV rays from the sun, that lens will haze. And any haze that's on there, if it's visible to your eye, it is absolutely going to detract from how far your lights can go down the, the, the highway. And we've got an easy fix for that. There's a headlight restoration kit from Sylvania that's it's easy to do, requires a little elbow grease, but what it'll do is it'll take that haze off and it will restore a UV blocking clear coat, which will protect the lens from further degradation. So there, there are some there are some uh, DIY instructions, and one of them I saw was go out there with a bottle of off uh, or a can of off and spray it all over your headlight lenses and wipe it off, and it and it will it'll uh, take some of that haze off the headlight lenses. Uh, that chemical is, and God knows what's in off that it can clear plastic lenses. And also keep mosquitoes from biting you, but um, uh, but that's not the that's not the right way to do it. The right way to do it is, like you said, a little bit of elbow grease, a little bit of work, and then know that the product you're using is going to help uh, protect that lens again from the ultraviolet light that causes it to degrade over time. Absolutely. 
And again, yeah, there's a lot of there's a variety of home remedies that that people offer up on online. But to your point, you know, if the chemicals are in there that can can rapidly remove haze temporarily, you wonder what it might be doing to the plastic. And it's certainly not the the, the proper way to to restore a safety item on your vehicle or your skin to keep mosquitoes away. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, but I guess if, you know, you're, you're, it was an emergency situation, it would be okay. But how, you know, I, I've, I've used a couple of these head-like restoration products, and I probably had, didn't put the time in. But um, what would you say, to do two headlights using your kit take about an hour or so? You know, it would take about an hour for a moderately hazed lens. I mean, if it was a larger vehicle with a lot of haze, you know, it, it might be 45 minutes to an hour per side to really to get it right, get all the way through the haze, and then making sure you're putting on a really good, solid layer of the UV blocking clear coat. But it's a it's a small investment in uh, in upgrading the, the drivability of your vehicle. Yeah, we we've found doing some testing that um, you know compared to brand new original equipment lenses versus some of the aftermarket replacement lenses. Um, when we measured light output. We saw the light output, you know, if, you know, without using real numbers, you know, at, it's 100% with the original equipment lens. The aftermarket replacements might only be 80%. And when you clean the original equipment ones, you're back to 90 or 95%. So you're actually much closer to the original equipment lighting output by cleaning the lenses you have rather than maybe going with a non-OEM replacement lens. Uh, very good point. Very good point. And it's it's not just the light output, but you're you're guaranteeing you've got that same optic prescription that came with the vehicle in the first place. Mm. Yeah, you're, you're it's so true. And and you 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 mentioned the word prescription, just like glasses, and just like glasses. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and just like glasses that are dirty. I picked up a I picked up a pair of reading glasses the other day that I hadn't worn for a while. I put them on, and I'm like. What is wrong with these? They're so dirty that you know I could barely see where I was, what I wanted to look at anyway. So, and the same thing happens with the headlights in your car. They get they get dirty. It's 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 um, kind of like glaucoma for headlights. It, very good analogy. You know, it, it, these these processes happen slowly over time. So people don't realize that if they don't remember the last time they replaced their headlights that they've been degrading over time. Not only the headlight, but the front of the uh, of the lens. If they went out there with a magnifying glass on a vehicle that's a couple of years old and looked at the plastic, it's it's bombarded. Mm. And it's it's the front it's the nose of your vehicle at highway speed. Any debris is hitting that plastic all the time as you're driving. And some people take sort of um, vehicle film and put it over the lenses to try to preserve them. Is that a good idea? It is not a bad idea. There's a lot of excellent products out there that would preserve that first layer. And basically that film becomes kind of the sacrificial surface. So that if that gets a little bit punky, they would then just remove that layer and put another one on. You know, another fundamental um, item that I've heard, you know, or, or maintenance practice I've heard is that when people are waxing their vehicle, that they make sure they put the right one on, but that they actually wax the lenses too so that there is a smoother surface for, for debris to just kind of simply bounce off of versus 
make a make a scratch or a, a, a an abrasion. And that wax also acts as a as a UV protection too. So I would think it helps yes. helps with that degradation. So you know the the headlights are you know certainly one of the most important safety features on your car and one of the ones that are most overlooked. So what should people really do? Should they get out once a month or so and turn all the lights on and kind of walk around the car and make sure they work? Should they do it less often, more often? Um, and if they have a headlight that's out, replace both bulbs, right? Absolutely. Replace both bulbs. You figure, you know, if you stop and think about it, they, they both have the same burn time on them. They're highly engineered, very precision pieces of equipment. And if one burned out, the other one's not far behind. As far as a quick check people can do, yeah, I mean, a, a walk around the vehicle periodically to make sure everything's operable is good, but it's very difficult to assess the wear on a vehicle for a consumer and even for a, a, a mechanic shop because to, to accurately measure light output requires sensitive equipment that's beyond what a, what a shop should, should have or, or beyond what their budget would likely be. So a good rule of thumb is if you can't remember the last time you've changed them, it's probably a good time because if you do a replace them, you're going to have the best possible radar screen or field of view at night, mm -hmm. and, and that's what you need. And so uh, so my wife's getting bulbs for Valentine's Day. That's all there is to it. <laughs> uh, a perfect Valentine's Day gift, right, for a loved one, a new set of headlight bulbs? I would say. Give the gift of safety. I think it's a great. I think it's a great mantra, John. <laughs> there we go. Hey, Greg, I want to thank you for taking your time uh, out of your Saturday morning and joining us again. The website to learn more about automotive lighting is Sylvania-Automotive.com. Greg, thanks again for your time and be well and stay safe. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be on your show. All right, take care. Bye bye. That was Greg Bibbo. He is the. Uh, product marketing manager for Sylvania Orstrom or Orstrom Sylvania. I never remember if I get that quite right, but you know, Sylvania, the lighting people. And, uh, you know, it's, again, I still find it when I talk to Doug Hartz at Hartz Corporation and they're the larging, largest convertible topping manufacturer in the world and they're located in Acton, Massachusetts. Then, you know, you hear Sylvania, the largest U.S. lighting manufacturer located in Hillsborough, New Hampshire. It's just, it, it kind of makes, it just, you don't think of those, th you know, you think, yeah. maybe, you know, you think maybe of, you know. Right here in New England. You think maybe of big tech corporations sometimes and things like that, but actual manufacturing, um, just something you don't really think about that much. No, right? you don't. No. Yeah, no. We need to take a break, pay some bills. If you would like to join us, our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. We, uh, we have somebody calling in right now, and we have a couple lines open. So join us at 100. 100. I've, what? 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. If it's local you want, it's local we have. Your local connection, North Shore 1049. 
Hi, it's Hank Morse. Join me weekday mornings. We'll have local news, entertainment, music to get you going, and lots of laughs. Laugh and learn weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on your local connection. North Shore 104.9. Buying property on the North Shore requires a real estate agent with access to the best market research tools, in-depth knowledge of the area, and the support and expertise of legal and financial professionals. Jay Barrett is an independent firm, and they would be honored to work with you to find exactly what you are looking for. Their experienced realtors offer personalized service for new homes, oceanfront estates, multifamily homes, commercial properties, and land. With offices throughout the North Shore, visit them at nsmoves.com. Misha Mitsubishi in Danvers wants to lend a helping hand in these trying times. We have brand new vehicles for used car pricing. If you're in the market for a used vehicle, stop looking. Drive to Misha Mitsubishi in Danvers and get a brand new sedan or SUV for used car pricing. There's no risk. They come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Zachary, tell the local listeners about these great values. Dad, what I'm most excited for is our new Outlander Sport, totally redesigned for 2020, and it's the best it's ever looked. It includes great features like Apple CarPlay, Ford Collision Mitigation, and Lane Departure Warning. At Michaud Mitsubishi, we've adjusted our new car pricing just for you. Here's a couple examples. A brand new 2020 Outlander Sport all-wheel drive with all the features, just $21.9. Need a sedan that gets 50 miles per gallon? Try our 2020 Mitsubishi Mirage, starting at just $12.9. Mitsubishi stands for safety, reliability, and value. New cars for used car pricing. MichaudAuto.com. Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. Our phone number is not 100. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not 1-800. No, it's 800. We've gone through the whole gamut. Yeah, 800-370-1049. That's the one. See, see, when I'm home in my... my, uh, I'll make it sound really fancy. My basement studio. No, it isn't. It's an old. It. It's an old desk in my basement. Uh, <laughs> but I actually had. I actually had to put like a little piece of paper up that with the phone number and the website and um, and who I am because you know. Oh yeah, no, I, no, not I, un, not yeah. uncommon. Yeah, not uncommon. <laughs> and right, the, that computer screen to your right often has a piece of paper hanging over it with eight hundred three seven zero one zero four nine. Because it's can it can be tricky. Yeah, well, it shouldn't it shouldn't be. I mean, I've been saying it now for nearly, I don't know. It's been ten months, I think. Let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So right. I mean, yeah. we, we almost can marry up uh, against the pandemic in your uh, in your stay yeah, here. Yeah, 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 so I, it was I, your I, fault, huh? I certainly hope I didn't have anything to do I with it. I hate to uh, draw that analogy, but the timing I think is similar. It, it well, it, it's kind of funny. It was because it was the AAA Travel Marketplace was my very first show that took place at Gillette Stadium. I remember it well. And uh, so my very first show was done remotely, which is even scarier. Right. When yeah. I, I heard that, I yeah. said, okay, I've never worked with the gentleman. He yeah. sounds like he's great. And he's um, 
Let's go on the high wire without a net for a show. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, John. Yeah, and and whenever you do things like that, it's always like, is Wi-Fi going to be a problem? Is it, you know, I'm in Gillette Stadium. Is there going to be a problem? You know, every all the vendors all of a sudden jump on Wi-Fi at the same time, and I lose the connection. And But actually, you know, it worked out it, great. It, it worked out fine, and then, you know, right after that, you know, the... You know, a couple of weeks later, the world sort of shut down. So it changed dramatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe it was my fault. I apologize <laughs> to everyone because of that. Well, we found the culprit. Yeah, we got yeah, the guy. We thought it was that. We thought, thought it was that tech conference in Boston. No, no, um, it's actually John Paul the yeah, car doctor yeah. that did all of this, and it started yeah. in Foxborough. Yeah, apparently, and his very first show on yeah. show one hundred four point nine. I don't think we do should. You, do we, you think we should? We should take credit for this now. <laughs> do, you, do you think I caused Brady to leave the Patriots? Well, there's another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boy, you've really stirred it up in the past year, haven't you? Wow. My goodness. I know. Huh. You seem like, uh, you know, you seem like a good guy, not a troublemaker, but apparently not. I guess so. Our phone number is 800-370-1049, and let's talk to Robert, our buddy Robert. Robert, good morning. Hope all is well. Uh, so far, so good. You know, except for me apparently causing, you know, most of the end of the world, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I blame a lot of people for that. Uh, first, I'll give Biff... Uh, Props for the uh, instrumental, the Dwayne Eddy and the Ventures and all that stuff. It brings back memories. Well, thank you, Robert. Yep, thank yep, you. Yep, I, yep. I know the car doctor yep. often looks at me with these rejoins, and uh, yeah, he's like, "Jeez, um, this used to be my show, but uh, now Biff is yeah, taking yeah, over." Yeah, Biff is yeah, taking yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. But thank you, Robert. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, in addition, to the headlight thing that I kind of a stickler with using a cleaner polish yep. on the microfiber towels and even the windshield clean, but. A while back, I uh, put a level of kit on my pickup, mm -hmm. and uh, I got another 50 to 75 feet of range in the dock because uh, the headlights are up a little higher than they used to be mm. <laughs> without changing the bulbs, which, you know, I try to get as much out of them as I can. I don't drive at night that often. Yeah. No, it, and it's it's we did some studies at work that showed that the average vehicle on the road today, when you're on low beams... If you're driving at more than 45, you're driving faster than you can see. Yeah. Yeah. So getting a little bit more light on the road, making sure the, the headlights are aimed properly is really, really, really important. And, you know, I, I can only hope that someday the government is going to say, you know, LED replacement lights are legal, providing they meet the new criteria. Because what's nice about LED bulbs is they last the electric, if the electronics fail, then they fail. But the the LEDs themselves will last literally forever. So, um, so if they did come out with a suitable LED replacement that matches the original equipment mounting, that would be fantastic. Yeah, it does seem like though some of them lamps are so intense, you need night vision goggles when you're coming the, yeah. opposing them. Yeah, no, no. Uh, you're right, and what ha and that's the problem because just because you can buy them on the internet doesn't mean they're legal. And they they say right if you I, I was in an auto parts store yesterday, and I happened to walk by the headlight bulbs and I picked up a couple of LED bulbs and they say right on the package Department of Transportation compliant, and then on the back of the package it says for off road use only. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Things, yeah. yeah. And they they had some um, they had some headlights that were. I think they were green and those they said on the package for novelty use only yeah so blue green yeah, purple yeah, yeah yeah and 
you know, the the idea is that, you know, even with some of these, um, like, halo ring lights and stuff, they're supposed to be designed for, you know, car shows. And, and you know, you, you flip them on when you're parked at the cruise night. And then you, when you're on the road, you shut them off. But you know, people are like, well, I like the way they look. And some yeah, of those, they, some of those are pretty bright too. Yeah, they do look cool. You know, I saw it when I was in my twenties. Even the old seal beam headlights, mm-hmm. they would hurt my eyes if they were, especially on high beams. Yeah. Nowadays, in the seventies, eh, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, I, I always, I always joke that um, my wife has never had good night vision, and uh, even when she was a teenager, and her. Her mother said that must have been the reason that we must have, we must have met at night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the idea that the idea that uh, um, you know some people just don't have good night vision and uh, uh, and my wife my wife will rarely drive in the dark um, and she's been that way you know she's been that way for forever really so you know some people again even sometimes with even better lighting. Uh, and it's and it's only been just the past few years I've finally admitted that my night vision is not that good, and I never. And it was probably a lot longer ago than that, but you know, probably my ego got in the middle of saying, "No, no, I can still see, I can still see." In yeah. fact, oh, yeah, vanity. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, exactly. I have been tempted to try those as seen on TV, night vision goggles or glasses. Yeah. Well, I I have I here here's the. Here's the only thing I know about them. I asked a ophthalm- ophthalmologist about them, and he said there's no reason that they should work because when you put a filter in front of your eyes, you're taking away light. Right. And he said, but for some people, they seem to sharpen up things a little bit. And he said, you know what? If you buy them, if you spend $20 and buy them, and it seems like it's better, use them. Right. But he said, yeah. but he said, scientifically and medically, they shouldn't work. And then I was talking to a woman who was one of our driving instructors at our driving school in Rhode Island, and I noticed she had a pair with her when she walked in one day. And I said to her, well, "Tell me about those glasses." And she looks at them and she says, "Oh, they wouldn't work for you." I said, "Why not?" And she said, "Because you have brown eyes." She said, "Everyone I talk to who likes them has." blue or hazel eyes they have lighter color eyes and they seem to work better but with darker color eyes they don't work i didn't that's not something i would have expected yeah 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 i wouldn't i wouldn't have known that either until i asked and because i because i said to her can i just try them on and i tried them on and i'm like oh yeah they look like you know fishing glasses or shooting glasses you know they're that kind of that kind of yellowy kind of thing and and i'm like yeah and i'm like yeah you know yeah i can i can see it but yeah i mean Somebody else told me the other day they they actually they wear um, they wear don't normally wear glasses but they they put on a pair of reading glasses on the lowest you know you know drugstore prescription you can get yeah. the .05s or whatever they are and they wear those at night as a recommendation from their eye doctor they said try right. it and see if that actually helps with your night vision and. The, and the person told me about it, and she said, yeah, it absolutely did. I haven't tried that yet, though. So they they guarantee blue eyes will work better than that? Well, I don't, think the, no I, don't, I don't think the glasses company do that. But, uh, you know, it's, you know, and like you pointed out, having clean glasses and a clean windshield 
you know, going over everything with a microfiber cloth, that's going to, that's the thing that improves your visibility. Getting that glare off the windshield is really important. Yeah, true. Yep. Like I say, a lot of cars are pretty level, but pickups yep. just tend to be raked. You right. Know, the front's yep. always lower. So yep. If you level it, yeah, you gain some footage in front of you, even with the same bulb. Yeah. yeah. And, and and that make and that makes some sense because you know they they have the they have the back end up a little higher because yeah. the idea is you're going to put weight in the back and then it's going to get level. So rather than right. have right. The, have it level and then put weight in the back and have the headlights aiming up, it kind of yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that two and a half inch lift in the front definitely, like you say, on a dark road, comfortable mm. daughters. Yeah, I noticed the difference in how far out I could see. You know? There you go. There you go. Hey, Robert, <laughs> always a pleasure. Same here, John. All right, take care. Have, have a great day. You, you as well. Bye bye. Our phone number, 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. We need to take another break. If you're on hold, stay right there. We will be back with you in just a couple of minutes. Acura of Peabody, experience Acura's luxury 2020 MDX with roomy seating for seven, superior performance, the latest technology, and a safe, comfortable ride for your family. Lease the all-wheel drive MDX for just $2.75 a month for 36 months, only at Acura of Peabody. Acura of Peabody, for the best selection, price, and service. They're easy to find on Route 114 in Peabody or online at acurapeabody.com. Hi, I'm Tom. My wife and I are able to care for our son, Timothy, thanks to the unwavering support that Adult Foster Care of the North Shore provides. We have both a designated care manager and a nurse to help monitor our son's needs and progress. Adult Foster Care of the North Shore gives us the resources we need to properly care for our son in our home. If you're in a similar situation with limited resources, call Adult Foster Care of the North Shore at 978-281-2612 or visit adultfostercarens.com. Hey, join me, Joe Piantidosi, for Breaking Bread when we return to our normal time Sunday mornings, 10 to 11. That's Breaking Bread Sunday mornings, 10 a.m., right here on North Shore 1049. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Lots of clouds today, a little sun, maybe a few snow showers around. It'll be cool. Temps not far from freezing. And then overnight, partial clearing and cold, though in mid-20s. Tomorrow, it's partly sunny, normally cold. It'll be in the middle of the upper 30s. Monday, early sun, the decreasing clouds. It'll be near 40. It could be turning stormy, folks, before next week is over. Please stay tuned. Weather forecast being brought to you by Michael McGrath Oil. They are the North Shore's most competitive discount heating oil company, providing a full-service heating oil and burner service for you and your family. Call 978-836-6500. For local North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. Got no cigarettes, I but two hours of pushing brumbies and eight twelve four bedroom. I'm a man of means, by no means, king of the road. Third box car midnight. Biff, you're kind of king of the road, right? Um, I'm not sure about king of the road. Uh, <laughs> I I am um, in my night vision. Went went away in terms of driving um, um, many years ago. Many years ago, and I tried to avoid it, and it's very difficult at this time of the year. You know, because it, because, you know, because it's it's dark at um, yeah six thirty, and it's dark at 
4.30? Well, you know, as, yeah. as we New Englanders say at this time of the year at 4 o'clock, ah, have a good night. Yeah. It's the middle well, of the afternoon. What are you yeah. talking about? Have a good night. <laughs> well, that is... that is middle uh, of the afternoon. That is, that is true. That is true. So, yeah, this is... I, I avoid it a lot. Hmm. Um, I feel like um very old, but I, I, I really... And if it's raining, John? Oh, yeah. That's that's when I first started to notice it. One of those sort oh my of God. rainy, dark nights. And you're like, I can't see any... And it technical term, by the way, if you're interested, is called contrast sensitivity. Con- you, contrast sensitivity? Yeah, where you can't... Where you can't... Where everything tends to blend together, the grays and the darker colors. So seeing the edge of the sidewalk, the granite sidewalk, all of a sudden looks like the edge of the road because the, you, your ability to see that different contrast of colors starts to fade away with age so how where do you stand are, are you okay at night still I, should, um, I shouldn't say still still uh, yeah that was a bad one uh, so are you okay at night <laughs> <laughs> still uh, i'm okay but not as good as i used to be and you you, you can you can feel yourself de- yeah having yeah. more difficult yeah I, I i find myself i never used the high beams on my car it seemed like ever now I find myself, even on roads that I'm familiar with, if there's no other traffic on the roads, I'm clicking the high beams on. I'm like, they're there, why don't I use them? Yeah, for me, it was, I, it was one, I don't know, it was a Friday night a number of years ago, and it was, I was out at night and it started raining, and I, I yep. swear to God, John, I, this is when I realized, wow, I got a problem. I had to pull over. I mean, guys, yeah. I said, I can't see. Yeah, wow. I can't see. Yep. And it wasn't like torrential rain, mm-hmm. it was just drizzle, but I, I couldn't see. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, there we go. Let's talk to uh, Ken and Topsville. I haven't talked to him in a long time. And Happy New Year to you, John. And, and Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, you know, I learned a lot of things listening to your program over the years. And this morning I actually learned something because I always really basically thought that if the lens, the outside of a car lens and the headlights were clean or decent, um, that the lights were good till they don't work and that's it. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and, uh, yeah, the the idea, I remember doing, a, I, I bought a pair of, uh, I bought some, I, th- I think there were Sylvania bulbs, but the slightly brighter ones, the, the Silver Star bulbs, and I replaced one, and I um, turned the headlights on, and I'm like, wow, these are a lot brighter. And then I put a brand new regular bulb in, and I'm like, well, they are brighter, but they're not a lot brighter, because the bulbs that I was replacing were probably five years old. And the idea that even the new one compared to the old one was a little bit brighter. So the idea of upgrading. And one of the things we didn't mention about the headlight upgrade, though, is when you put a performance-style headlight bulb on, it's like buying performance tires for your car. They don't last as long. So um, Sylvania has Silver Star bulbs and Silver Star Plus. The pluses last a little bit longer. But because they run basically a little bit hotter... They have a little shorter life. So um, I'm sure if you talk to the folks from Sylvania, they'd say, yeah, you know, put the, you know, put the replacement bulbs on, but plan on doing it every couple of years to make sure that, you know, the, the, you're, you get this good light all the time. And that's important, too. Well, I'll, I'll look into that. You know, the, the super bright things and, you know, I, I don't want to deviate too much from what you need, but yet. You know, I, I, in other words, the days, even though these headlights, I have a 10-year-old car. We bought it used about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Only had 50,000 miles, so it may not have driven a lot, right. but who knows. But still, what you said, you know what? Lights are short money, 
and uh, uh, bulbs are shot. Mm-hmm. Honey, and, uh, you know, if I can do it myself, that's another story yep. with YouTube. Yeah. But uh, it is, uh, I've learned something. I'm going to look into that, and I thank you. Sure. I've been listening. One of the things I heard you were talking about electric cars, and I was fascinating, was it a week or two ago when you mentioned something to the effect the man you had on said, like, you know, 15 years from now, <laughs> combustion engines might be like, you know, manual transmissions. Hmm. And I'm not saying this many years, but electric cars are of interest to me. I like them because they have a lot of talk. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, zero to 60, like, five seconds is not a big deal. That's quick. It's hmm. real quick. Yeah. But no one talks about the cost of gas. Uh, not gas, the cost, cost of electricity. electricity. Right. Yeah. In other words, you know, it isn't just the cost of electricity, but, you know, if you get your electric bill from one of the national providers, it's like 14, they divide the cost up so it doesn't look like they're charging your fortune. Yeah, I know, don't they? <laughs> but it all adds up to the same fortune. Yeah. yep. No, uh, I, I saw. I read something the other day about it was a um, municipality out in New Jersey, and it was. I, 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 let's say it was the town hall, and I don't. I'm making that up. And they they have half a dozen charging stations out in front of their town hall, and they used to let people charge for free, and now they actually charge to charge up your car. And they were using the. I guess the town owns a Chevy Bolt, and a Bolt can go about. 200 on a good day 230 miles between charges and mm-hmm. they figured out that to recharge that car from not completely flat but you know 200 miles worth of charge would take about four hours on their charging station and the fee for that was about six bucks so they're saying you know for six dollars you can recharge the car and go 200 miles. For a gasoline car that gets um, 30 miles to the gallon, to go that same couple hundred miles, you're going to need almost seven gallons of gas. And, you know, at $2 a gallon for easy math, that's $14. So still electricity is, is cheaper than gasoline right now, but also... One of these days, the government's going to get around to putting a tax on it because you're driving your electric car on the road and wearing the roads out just like everybody else is. And when that happens, electricity is going to be a little less favorable, I would think. Right. Well, I'm just for it. Yep. Not many people ever talk about the cost. Yeah. No, there, no, there, charging. There, there, there is a cost. There is a cost for not just the charging, but also... Um, there has to be at some point an infrastructure upgrade because um, just the idea that everybody went out and bought big screen televisions that use more electricity than little screen televisions can have an impact on the electrical grid. You know, and you and you look at, you know, over the summertime, uh, there was rolling blackouts because people were using too much electricity to run their um, yep. air conditioning. And if everybody bought an electric car and everybody plugged in at the same time, you know, it would look like it would look like a uh, a sci-fi movie where the entire city goes blank. You know, so right. so there's that there's those things to consider. But I drove I drove a Chevy Bolt for a, a little bit of time. What a nice little car! And then I I also just for the weekend drove the new Mustang electric vehicle, and uh, um, I was a little disappointed in the range. It was only a couple hundred miles, 
But what a nice car to drive. I, I, the idea of a four-door electric hatchback Mustang just makes me think, makes me cringe. They shouldn't call it a Mustang. But um, if they just called it the Mach-E, I would have been really happy with it. But to call it a Mustang Mach-E, I think, just has something to do with my, uh, um, I, I think that's more just me. Uh, and maybe it's my good pickup. Oh, it, oh, it, you know, I would, I would estimate it was zero to 60 in probably four seconds. Ooh. Yeah, no. And, and, you know, some of these new Teslas, especially the big battery Tesla, and I was behind one this morning, come up to the radio station. Um, one of the, 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 um, the model X with the big motor, the P 100, uh, uh, bigger SUV, the one that's built on the, the model S platform. That thing is like zero to sixty in under three seconds. It's incredibly Great. fast. Yeah. Well, thank you for all right. you and uh, keep listening. All right, thanks. We'll keep take listening. care. All right. Yep. Bye bye. We need to take another break. If you're on hold, stay right there. I promise you will be up next. If you would like to join us, 800-370-1049. See, I did it right that time. 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Scott Whitley with Wicked Bites North of Boston. Please join us every single Sunday morning at 9 a.m. as we do our best to help the restaurants through this incredibly tough time. Sunday mornings, 9 a.m., North Shore 104.9. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. The Army National Guard responds to disasters such as wildfires and floods. They protect us with missile defense, cybersecurity, and civilian support teams for chemical, biological, and radiological hazards. Be there for your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Army National Guard. Aired by the Massachusetts Broadcasters Association at this station. Buying a used car can be frustrating. Where do you go? Who do you trust? And who has the best price? 40 million used vehicles were sold in the United States last year. We understand your concerns and anxiety at Michel Mitsubishi and Danvers. We have 150 used vehicles in stock, fully reconditioned with a warranty. We're a family run dealership with 10 service bays. Dad, what does that mean? That means you can buy a used vehicle with confidence and we back it with the warranty. If you don't like the vehicle, bring it back within 30 days. We'll exchange it for another one of equal value. Everyone has their favorite breakfast spot. We want to be your favorite used car spot. We guarantee the best price, guarantee our vehicles are serviced, and we give you a warranty. We take care of our veterans, our local community, and we'll take care of you. My name's Kevin Michaud. I guarantee it. We are your feel-good dealer. Michaud Mitsubishi. Tune in every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. for Caring Voice. I'm Joanne McInnes with Aberdeen Home Care. We're going to bring you valuable information about elder care and the elder in your life. Tune in Sunday morning at 7.30, Caring Voice. I feel like I need to put dark sunglasses on. 
13 cigarettes, full, yeah. full, full, I know, full tank. tank. You yeah. had that feeling this morning, didn't you? I, I did. Yeah. I, I did. You I, had that feeling I, this morning? I, I did. I kind of felt that way when I got up this morning. But was that music going through your head as you were driving here? It actually was a little bit. So, <laughs> But but I I, uh, I tend to I tend to daydream a little bit, so maybe that has something to <laughs> maybe do with it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Um, let's talk to uh, Peter. Peter, good morning. Uh, no, that's Steve. Oh, Steve. Sorry, sorry. Steve. Steve and Salem. Steve. Yes. Steve. Hi. Let's talk to Steve Hi. instead. Good morning, John. How are you? Good. How are you? Fine, thank you. John, just a quick question. I had my car serviced this week, yep. and uh, they checked the, uh, the front end alignment, and they discovered that the left front rim was bent. You know, that cast hmm. aluminum yeah. rims nowadays. Yep. And I didn't notice any vibrations at all, and... They did take that tire. They re, you know, rotated the yeah. tires, put that one in the back. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't feel any vibration. Should I have that rim replaced or repaired, or is that a you know a judgment type uh, of thing? Uh, well, if they if it didn't look like it was anything structural, you know, it didn't look like there was a crack or the tires going to leak or anything like right. that. And what happened was when they were probably doing the alignment, they were measuring something called wheel runout, which is okay. which. Um, they do that for two reasons. They they do it to make sure that everything's lined up on the machine, but also it looks at tires. So they probably saw that wheel had a little bit of a wobble to it. Um, but if you're not noticing it, I probably wouldn't do anything with it. I'd probably leave oh. it alone. Oh, okay. Because I was questioning, should I basically just have the rim replaced? Yeah. Or, or I, I don't know if it's... A, you know, if they're repairable, that's there 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 are some shops now, and sometimes even mobile services that can go out and uh, either take care of dings and dents in rims. They do have some ability to do some straightening, uh, but chances are, if it's so little that you don't notice it, that's probably as good as it would get if they tried to straighten it. Okay. Yeah. So I probably you know the the other thing is depending on when they remounted it. If they were if they were sharp, they probably looked at where they put it on the car, and um, the hub that the wheel mounts to isn't a hundred percent flat all the time either. So sometimes what they'll do is they'll take the kind of high spot with the wheel and mount it to the low spot of the hub and get it to track even a little bit truer. So maybe they even did that and to try to do the best they could with what they had. But the idea that it was on the front, you didn't notice it, can't be that right. bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I will. I will take your advice, and I'll just run it uh -huh. until I notice any other problems. Yeah, because I mean, if you go to replace it, you're going to spend four hundred bucks, maybe. Right. I, I can imagine. Yes. And and at the same time, they're probably going to say, "Yeah, you know, we're going to take that tire pressure sensor out. It might not work afterwards, so I ought to probably put a new one of those in." So by the time you're done, you're spending a fair amount of money. I I think I just leave it alone, and um, unless you notice something, don't worry about it. Okay, very okay. Good. I, I appreciate your advice. Thank All right, you sure thing. Time. All right, bye-bye. Well, I haven't done a car review in a little bit, so it's probably just as good a time to do one as any, and it might as well be the car that actually got me here today that had the full tank of gas because I didn't. I haven't really driven anywhere. That's the thing about COVID. I'm not driving to work. You know, I used to commute, yeah. I used to commute 100 miles to work. Round trip. Now that's gone. Yeah, now I, I I figured it out one day that from my bedroom door 
through the kitchen, down the 13 steps to the basement, <laughs> and then about another 10 steps. Um, it's about it's about 31 steps. I live in a really small house, so it's uh, so I, I'm just kind of doubling it because the my desk in the basement is at the opposite end. At the same end of the house as the bedroom is, so I walk the length of the house and then backwards again. So you certainly it, you're certainly getting your exercise. I'm not. That's which I which uh, which is what most people talk about the COVID nineteen pounds that they gain. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So um, I have started just this week because, and it wasn't a resolution because I don't do those. But um, I I was sitting at my office chair, um, which I borrowed from work, by the way, because. Uh, my my desk chair at home was designed to you know sit for twenty minutes, you know it came from Staples and it was like twenty nine ninety five. The one I have at work, who knows how much work paid for them, but they're designed to last you know probably five or six years of being sat in sure. for a long time. So I had a I I took home my computer monitors from work and I put them in the on the chair to roll them out to my car, and the chair never came back. And the chair never came yeah. back. And. I saw one of our bosses, and he said, what are you doing? I said, uh, taking the stuff home. He said, you taking the chair home? And I said, yeah. And he said, that's a good idea. So. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, as long, no. as, long as it comes back. Yeah, that's all That's all they care about. Because who knows, who knows if you're ever going to come back? That's a good point. I mean. That's a good point, yeah. Once this remote, you know, becomes a way yeah. of life, the question that these companies like uh, AAA and everybody else will say why should we bring them back? I think we're. I think we are going to come back uh, in our business. But I had a problem with internet down in Florida, and the uh, the internet providers Comcast. And I talked to three different people on three different occasions because well, you can never talk to one person and get the problem solved. Um, so I talked to three different people, and uh, and the last woman she was from Tennessee, and the guy before was from Tennessee, and I think two people before that. And she said, oh, we had a big call center with 350 people at it. And she said, we just got notified the other day they sold the building. She said, we're going to work remotely forever. It's there working out fine. Yeah. 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 Well, I could see with that job, you, yeah. you don't need to be in a building. You don't know, no. You know, so these companies can, you know, eliminate so, so much overhead. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. and, and as long as, you know, I think it took a while for people to figure out that, you know, you're not goofing off when you're home. You're actually working. And they have and they yeah. have ways to figure that. There out. are ways. Yeah. I mean, with the communication, yeah. um, you know, technology yeah. that we have. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, let's talk about the car that got me here. It's the all new Acura TLX. It's a premium compact to kind of midsize. It kind of competes with the likes of uh, Cadillac CT5, Mercedes C, and E Class actually, and Audi A and A4 and A6, and maybe even the BMW 5 Series. Last year's TLX had a choice of. Two engines, a 2.4-liter, four-cylinder engine, and a more powerful V6. The new TLX is longer, lower, and wider, but only comes with one engine this this time. It's a two-liter turbocharged four-cylinder. The new engine is uh, outperforms both of the old engines, including the V6. It develops 272 horsepower and an even more impressive 280 foot-pounds of torque. The transmission is a 10-speed transmission, and uh, that 10-speed automatic transmission just works really well. It connects to all four wheels in our car. It comes in four trim levels, the TLX base, if you will, TLX tech. A-spec in the subject of our road test, the advanced model. The advanced comes with all the safety features you would expect, advanced collision warning and, um, you know, uh, electronically controlled brake pressure, fully tunable brake pedal, um, 
You can tune the suspension system. It's it's pretty pretty well thought out car here. The interior of the TLX is really well done. It's a sharp looking car with a really sharp looking interior, premium quality, heated and cool front seats, um, good support, heated steering wheel. That was a nice touch and remote car start this morning. I hit the remote car start, came out. The car was all nice and warm. Mm, that's nice. But it is. It is. Um, the controls are generally well thought out. Uh, the infotainment system uses a combination of buttons and one of the best touch pads available. And it's not a touch screen. It's a touch pad. Um, I would like to see one more knob for radio tuning. It doesn't, it has a go left to right, but it doesn't have, I want to see a knob. I want to turn a knob. John wants a knob. Yeah, that's all there is to it. The all-new Acura TLX is no longer a gussied-up Honda Accord. The all-new TLX is a premium sports sedan that now competes with the best of Europe. Add-in available technology, standard safety features, the bottom line. TLX isn't perfect, but it's a really solid choice. So something worth looking at. Next week, we're going to talk to uh, uh, somebody from uh, North Shore Nissan about what's oh, going on at Nissan these nice, days. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Little, so we're going to be talking to him. A little local? Yeah, a little local. Absolutely. Local so, here on North Shore 1049. Yeah, exactly. So i got to go for now. Uh, talk to you all next week. As always, wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and wash your hands. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.